Okay, Shalom Ubracha. We have a question that popped up. Uh, somebody who's trying to get up for Chatzot. And initially, when people... First of all, what is Chatzot? People don't... There might be people who don't know what Chatzot exactly is. Chatzot means, translation, midnight. Midnight meaning not the 12 o'clock on the watch, but what's called Halachic Midnight. It's calculated, there's various calculations. Rabbi Nachman puts down his foot. This is probably the one place where he puts down his foot in Halacha, and he sides with the opinion that holds that Halachic Midnight is six full 60-minute hours after sunset, after Tzedek Kochavim, wherever you are, you count six hours. At that point, it's considered the technical midpoint of midnight, which means what? It's a breaking point of an abundance of compassion and yearning and connection to God in, the, in all the worlds. That's the greatness of midnight. It's a gift. It was established with the leaving of Egypt at midnight. And also, last week's parasha, Avram Avinu ran after the four kings up to Chatzot, in order for that salvation to take place at the midnight for the Egyptian redemption. But that serves a point for all Jewish people throughout history that a time for divine favor and compassion is midnight. So that means getting up at midnight, doing devotions, which bring a person to the maximum capacity closest to Hashem. One of the big things is what's instituted by the Arizal. It's called Tikkun Chatzot. Tikkun Chatzot is on a simple level dirges of over mourning the destruction of the temple, over the exile, over the death of tzaddikim, and then yearning to reconnect. That's the that's the main devotion to be done. But also, it's reserved for a time for Torah study. The Rambam says, for example, then quoting the Gemara, that the nights were created for Torah study. Hashem created night for people to learn Torah. So the Kafa Chaim writes, this applies specifically and especially after midnight. In these winter nights, which are long, the Hasidic teachings, specifically one big Rebbe, Rav Pinchas of Koretz, he would call these winter nights the Gildenenach, the golden nights, because they're so long, they afford you quality time in your day for serving Hashem. But this is especially true of those first two hours after midnight. So let's say midnight is 11.05 p.m. That can happen now in the winter. It gets that early. 11 o'clock, 11.05. So it goes till 12.05, 1.05. To be up in those two hours is like the biggest jackpot. Uh, Rav Nossin, his son, Rav Yitzchak, lived in a village close to Breslev called Tulchin. And he was telling his father that there's someone here, a special man, and people come to him for blessings, and whenever, whatever he says comes true. So Rav Nossin told his son, I want you to find out what he's doing. So Rav Yitzchak wrote back to his father, he does this, he does that, he does all these things. He says, no, 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 it's, it's, that, that can't be it. So then he said to his father, he gets up at midnight. Rav Nossin said, that's it. That's it. The power of Chatzot Laila, getting up at midnight, affords, like what Rabbi Nachman says in the Kutimran, it's the power of a pidyon, of a redemption. So it's a big thing. It's a big thing if a person can get up at midnight. Anyone who's tasted it can attest that there's no greater Gan Eden in their lifetime experience on a daily normal basis like that experience of getting up at midnight 
and doing personal devotions to Hashem. If it's Tikkun Chatzot, if it's Hidbodidut, if it's learning intense Torah study, Chasidut, Kabbalah, whatever you're holding at, even Gemara Mishnah. But being involved in Avodat Hashem after midnight is something phenomenal. Okay? Because of its greatness, there are tremendous obstacles, crazy obstacles. One of the biggest obstacles, believe it or not, is being able to find the balance between getting enough sleep and getting up at midnight. This, for most people, is the craziest, craziest thing. Because what is getting up at Chatzot? You're actually breaking your sleep. Because you know a person, a normal person, is expected to sleep eight hours. If he can push it, six hours. Tzadikim, they can do even less than six hours. Today, people also function on less than six hours because they're always taking coffee or, or all types of, of medications to make them awake, right? To keep them alive and energized, right? But normally, a person should be getting eight hours. So it's impossible for a person, you know, to dive in Mincha and Mariv and then go to sleep and get those six, eight hours before midnight because midnight is after six hours. So whatever you're doing, you're breaking your sleep. Especially if you're a family, a father with kids and everything and you have to do this and that and all types of errands and there's bar mitzvahs and weddings and shopping and your wife needs you to do something and this and this and that. So you have all these obstacles in getting up and then going to sleep with enough time to wake up. It's very difficult. Nonetheless, the main challenge continues to be sleep. What do you do? How do I make a balance between getting enough to sleep and getting up at midnight? Some people will say, ah, chatzot is not for me because I'm a sleeper. So what do you do? You have to daven. You have to daven for that. Rav Nosen wrote a beautiful, beautiful prayer for getting up at midnight. It's prayer, I think it's Pach 88 in Likutei Tfilot, if I'm correct, or 85 or 88 in Likutei Tfilot, the 50th gate. In the edition, the BRI 7 volume edition, it's the orange one. You have their prayer 85 or 88. A short prayer, two paragraphs in the standard edition of Likutei Tfilot. To ask Hashem to help you get up. Okay, another big obstacle, by the way, of get, from getting up is what you eat, uh, when you eat. How you eat, of course, but it's mainly when and what you eat that makes you so heavy to get up. If you know that the eating... And most people it is that, because the, the, the food we eat today, all the garbage food we eat today makes the body even heavier than normal. But still, if you control when you stop eating, and also how much you eat and what you're eating, that can also be a big benefit to getting up in midnight visit Hashem. And knowing that's an obstacle, you have what to daven about also, if that's the case, on the, on the eating part. So that's a big thing of, of helping to get break the sleep is when you eat. The... All the books, that, the Musar books that talk about getting up at midnight, they mention that. They say you have to stop eating early. There was a Breslaver in Uman. His name was Rav Mendel Litvak. He was originally from Lithuania. And he, as a Bachor, he came to Breslav, to Uman, and he started getting up at midnight. So once he was invited to eat soup, right after Mariv, or even before Mariv, so Breslaver said, you want to come to have some soup? So he said, it sounds funny in Yiddish. I can't say it in Yiddish, but it's a rhyme. Because uh, the word for soup in Yiddish is yoich, and the word for stomach in Yiddish is boich. So he made like a rhyme. If this yoich, if this boich, if you put yoich in this boich, if you put soup in this stomach, this stomach won't won't wake up for chatzot. As if to say, if you know your body, you know you eat something tiny like what's what soup, but still it causes heaviness, and you know you're going to lose out on getting up chatzot. 
if you feel chatzot is very important and you know it's important, then you will refrain from eating soup at that hour. You probably eat it much earlier. But eating is a big, big factor. Probably I would say 80% of people have a, having problems to get up at chatzot. Even whenever they go to sleep, the main difficulty is the heaviness of the body due to when they stopped eating and what they're eating, obviously. But also the when is a big factor. How, how, how early did you stop eating in order to get up? So this has to be in check. If a person, Nachon, has a daily battle, but once you reach a point where enough is enough and I want to get up at Chatzot, I've tasted it. I know it's Gan Eden. I know it's an amazing connection to Hashem. I know that my prayers after midnight and my Torah study after midnight goes like a 10,000 times more than any other time of the day. This, by the way, I'm going off. This is from Rav Chaim Vital. The Ben Yishchai quotes Rav Chaim Vital saying there's four levels of Torah study in the week. There's during the day, during the week, okay? And then there's after midnight during the week. And then there's Shabbat day. And then there's Shabbat after midnight. Shabbat Friday night, like tonight, after midnight is the highest level of Torah study, Rav Chaim Vital writes, the Ben Ishchai brings us down. And this is what Rav Nosson said once, that on a winter Friday night, on a Shabbat in, night in the winter, you can reach the level of Kol Nidre. It's so powerful because it's long. You have a lot of time, you can do a lot of intense connection, and the, the light of Shabbat gives that, it pushes towards that connection. You can reach such a level of connection to Hashem, like Kol Nidre, Yom Kippur, which is once a year, but it's something very special, right? So going back, right? There's, there's, when, you, when you realize how, how, what a benefit it is, you will more and more will put an effort to try to get to it, even if it means trying to push off improper eating, eating which is difficult, okay? That's number one. The eating is the, big, is the obstacle for the sleep. And sleep being the main obstacle for Chatzad Laila. If now you control more or less your eating, you have it in check, this by, this, by, this, by the way, this is like a personal thing. This new thing of intermittent fasting is something very beneficial for this. If you now you stopped eating at a certain time, you know, I'm not eating anymore at all, nothing. No, no cheating, no nothing. From this hour to this hour, and it includes the time span that you know will be beneficial for you to get up for chatzot. So here you go. It's something which is very beneficial for that visit Hashem, okay? So that's eating as a factor to help you to get up for midnight. And now the sleep. What do you do? Four hours, <laughs> three hours, some people two hours, and, and it's chatzot already. Okay, how do I get up? How, and, and if I do get up, I'm going to be so exhausted, especially a person who's working all day, nine to five, or a person who's in a kolal program, or people who's like a, a person who's a teacher. A teacher, some people, they say, some, some halachic opinions say someone who's a teacher should not get up chatzot because it'll have a pogea, it'll have a negative influence on his teaching skills. There was one breast liver, his name was of Kalmanowitz, and he was someone who got up every night at midnight, and it affected his, his, his teaching. So, the, the, in other words, he was a bit tired. Yet, the, the, when, the, when the principal of the, of the Talmud Torah in Yerushalayim said to him, you're not allowed to do that, he said to him, you know what I do when I get up at midnight? I daven for each and every one of these children in the class that they should become tzaddikim. And it worked. Any child in the Jewish education system here in Yerushalayim, we're talking about 40, 50, 60 years ago, who went through this Rabbi Kalmanowitz, till today, they have a major level of Yerat Shemaim. They attest to it that this Rebbe 
was somebody special. Till today, the love connected by the students and this Rav Kalmanowitz is still there. His secret, he got up at midnight to dub it for the kids. He didn't dub, he didn't get up for his own personal devotion. He got up for the sake of the children. And it worked out. It worked out that the education fit in in the end. Hashem. So now, what do you do? What do you do? So what many breast of us who I see, the ones who get up at midnight and they learn in Kolel. You have people, they learn in the Kolel at midnight by Kever Rachel. You have here in Yerushalayim, in Me'asharim, and by David HaMelech, okay? What they do is very smart. They have that time in the beginning of the night. And again, another obstacle might be to go to sleep on time. And all types of things that distract you not to go to bed on time. But if you're determined and you do go to sleep and you have enough sleep, even if, even if it's two hours, you get up at midnight, okay? What most people do is they make up for the sleep during the day. So for example, I need eight hours of sleep, or let's say six hours. The Ben Ishai says that if now, you, you can push it technically. The body needs eight hours of sleep, but you can push it to six hours and he says to Ben Ishchai, if now you're taking away from your sleep in order to serve Hashem, to do Torah and prayer, then you will feel as if you slept six to eight hours. Okay, so that, that is already an opening that you're doing something good. But you have to see the reality. The reality is if I'm so heavy, what's going to be? So most people, they make up their sleep during the day. That means right after Shacharit, right after, they don't pass go, they don't collect, nothing. They go straight to bed for a good 2-3 hours, have a breakfast, go to work or go to kolel, and then in the afternoon when there's another break, they take another siesta, whatever, an hour, 2 hours. You have to see based on your schedule. But to get up at midnight, if it means to make up the sleep during the day, then do so. On that, the Baal Shem Tov himself said, for getting up at midnight, make your day like night, and your, and your nights like the days, in order to get up at midnight. Okay? So here, it's the, the, the secret is, making time to find to make up to get to sleep because your body does need the sleep okay this in a nutshell is the idea of how to balance your sleep for getting up at midnight yet still there are those people who even though they do that they get sleep made up in the various times of the day okay still they have major headaches and they get up at midnight with a headache they dive in shachar with a headache they're at work with a headache even though they got sleep here and there they need that solid time of sleep. What to do? What to do when that happens? If you see you're one of those people that it's not working out getting about chatzot. It's not working out. The, lack, the, the so little amount of sleep before midnight, okay? okay? And then getting up and it leaves you for such a headache and a pain that goes on for the rest of the day. And you've tried what you have, you've tried to, what to do. So on this, there's a whole, there's a whole conversation Rabbi Nachman had with one of his students, Reb Dov, that this Reb Dov wanted to get up for midnight, but he was complaining to Rabbi Nachman that he had headaches and it wasn't working out, right? They say in Breslov, it's better to be a mensch for one hour than to be a behema for eight hours. In other words, if now you serve Hashem, but it's at the expense of your health and your well-being that you're not functioning properly. So it's not good to be a behema for eight hours. You're serving Shem, but like a behema, like you're not there. It's better to, to be a mensch for one hour to do less than to do a lot, but your head is not there. What, what does it help that you're not there? You're all exhausted and drained and everything, and you're serving Hashem. What does it help? So on this, Rabbi Nachman told Rev Dov of Cheren the following. He said, eat and sleep. Just watch your time. Your chatzot is at 3 a.m. 
as opposed to the normal chatzot, which would have been at that time, 12 o'clock, 11, okay, in the Ukraine, Rabbi Nachman told this Rav Dov, your chatzot, so you get enough sleep, so you can get up without a headache, should be at 3 in the morning. This comes to a many, many years of attempt and trying again and again and again and again, when finally you see it's not happening. It's not happening. I'm doing my best, Hashem. Years and years trying to get up in Chatzot, setting my alarm clock to get up, getting up and having headaches, going back to sleep. I can't get up and this and that. Even though, even if I got two hours of sleep before, even if it was three hours of sleep before, four hours, still I can't make it. But if you give me another hour of sleep, another two hours, I can get up. So then you see that your Chatzot is a three. And you have some people, they're bouncing. One day yes, one day that. The secret though is a lot of davening and to make sure that you get enough sleep. It doesn't help to be, to run on three, two hours and then you have the super energy and then you crash. It happens, many people who discover Avodat Hashem, that they get a big zap from heaven. So they have this supernatural ability. Yeah, I'm on two hours a day sleep and I'm great. <laughs> okay, it goes on for one month, two months, three months, maybe a year. And then you see a year or two later, the guy dropped, and he dropped even everything. Forget about even trying to get up chatzot, like he gave up on it already. No more chatzot, not even nets anymore. They fell totally, they crashed totally. What happened? You were always this and this and that. Yeah, but it wasn't you. It was a gift from heaven. So what, that, what does that mean? person has to know who he really is, and from that point, to work on building himself up. It'll take time, fine, yes, but eventually you will get there. The opening and the handles will get there. So in a nutshell, a person has to, yes, balance between sleep and serving Hashem, especially getting at midnight. If he knows that it's not, it's not working out, the Ben Ishchai's promise of sleeping less than four hours, six hours, less than six hours, it's not happening, I can't do it. So then you have no choice but to make up your sleep. If it's in the middle of the day, if it's in the morning, but yes, to make up so you get enough sleep. Bezat Hashem, we should use these winter nights to get up at midnight, because again, if you've tasted it, you know there's nothing greater than that. There's nothing greater than getting up at Chatzot, and at that time doing your devotions, the feeling in this world that closest is unparalleled to anything else, and all the more so on a Friday night Chatzot. Oh, oh if you have that merit. Most people, it's very hard, because you, you stuff yourself on the Friday night meal, you go to bed a bit later, there's the other mitzvot of the night to do, and you're stuck. Okay, so most people, the best is to get up as early as you can, as early as possible, Bezat Hashem. But this, in a nutshell, is the advice. Also, quality eating, quantity eating, uh, when you eat, that has a big factor on your sleeping, that can influence a lot your energy level and your sleeping, your body's ability to recuperate and re reorganize, restructure itself while sleeping so that you have enough energy, even if you wake up an hour later, two hours later, and above all, to keep on davening that prayer in, in, in Likutet Filah, again, or 85 or 88, you can take a look. I'm feeling it's 88. That Bezat Hashem, we should be zoch to get up in Chatzot and appreciate it and have energy to properly serve Hashem Bezat Hashem. Shabbat Shalom and thank you for joining. Kol Tuv. Alright, buddy. All the best. didn't you